Okay, we are going to switch as we do for Shabbos, Derech HaShabbos. Sim, we are in the middle of Simen Ayin Hei, Sivav, continuing the Adlachas of Adlachas Neiris. So, the kids here. Now, again, my Nashim, Shukadim Adlachas Neiris, the minute of women is before the light of candles, Rechis, Olev, Jesus, Begit Shabbos, to wash themselves and put on Begit Shabbos, for Asher Lahen and praise them for doing this. Tzichim is Pala Mincha Tchilen, we should have a Mincha before the light candles. Keep Adlachas Neiris, and Mikabel Shabbos Latma. But through Adlachas Neiris, she's Mikabel Shabbos and himself. So once you make a Shabbos, you can't go back and have a mincha of a chel. The woman who is busy on her Shabbos running her errands, and who came very close to Shabbos. She's going to do the way she normally does, that she washes herself and puts on a big day Shabbos. She may come to a shayla of chela Shabbos. So, so the kids are mitzvah yeser. She had the better lighting in her weekday clothing. Then making sure that she has a Shabbos clothing on, and then putting herself in a question of being mechal Shabbos. If the husband is home and he sees that she's not home yet, a mitzvah gedolah she had for him to go. Says you know he's going to light to take away the seven kachil Shabbos, and he should not. Pay heed to the fact that she may be angry at him for doing it, because at the end of the day, you're dealing with Shabbos and Shabbos, which are obviously very important. If the husband in general is lighting the one lighting candles, and he has to do some sort of malacha afterwards, he should make a tonight that he's not being makabal Shabbos with that malacha, as opposed to a woman, and if he does not make the tonight, he could do malacha afterwards. Because the minig of a baal is not to be makabal Shabbos with Lakas Neris, it's like we said before, but for the woman, that is when she is makabal Shabbos. So for by a woman, she has to make it tonight. By man, it's preferable if he makes it tonight, but if he does not, he can still do Malacha. Zot the Kitzer, Sevches. Tzichin nahadik makam sheyechlu, the candles should be lit in a place where he eats. Sheyenikr shemebikim lechvei de Shabbos, so it should be nikr that the reason he's lighting is for Shabbos. Not to light them one place and then move them somewhere else. And she can't come to the table. So she lights in her bed. And then they can move them to the table. Because the entire house is considered one makam. And women who light on sukkahs, they light the candles in the sukkah. Then they move them into the house. The Yafa and Oysa say it's not a correct thing to do because you should leave them on the table. And you should not move it like we said. A candle that was lit already from Erev Shabbos. You have to put it out and relight it to Kavit Shabbos. So it should be nicker that you're writing it, lighting it covered Shabbos. So, you know, this is not talking only about the candles that are on the table. This seemingly is around everywhere in the house. So, uh, I, don't, I don't want to pass him, but the same thing I would think would apply somewhat to our modern-day uh, lights, that maybe there's an Indian to put them out and then return them on again, the Kavit Shabbos, before Shabbos, to turn your lights back on, the Kavit Shabbos. Siftas. Lights should be lit in all the rooms where he's going to use it on Shabbos. Someone who the wife and him live in the same quarters. Since his wife lights on the nearest that she lights in one room, you don't have to light on the locker for the other rooms. 
If, but if he's in another place within the house, he has his own wing over there. He has his own corners. He has to light and make a bracha on his own designated place. There's a lot of people who are joined in one room. So they should buy candles together and one person should light on behalf of everyone and make a bracha. And they also should have in mind to be mighty everyone with his bracha. And they also should have in mind to be yaitzi with his bracha. And if he doesn't have his own room, let's say he's a guest in someone's home and he's sharing a room with the owner of the house. He does not have to light. Because for this house, he's already good that it's already lit. In this house, he's already good because the person is lighting for him. And in his own house, his wife, and I'll see him with his wife, his wife is lighting in his house, so it's okay. are learning somewhere else. If they have their own room in the dormitory or in somebody's house that they're staying in, they need a light with a bracha. And all the bachar within that area, within that room, should together by candles. And one should make the bracha and we might see everyone else. And the candles have to be lit until they come back to that room at the end of the meal or whatever else they're doing Friday night that they should actually have enough on the lights. If they don't have their own designated room, since they do not have wives that light for them, so they need to be yaitzi somehow with the So they have to be mishtatif with the balabayas and the neris. As opposed to somebody who's married, so somehow on his own, his wife is lighting for him, so he has some kiyam of the mitzvah. But it's someone who does not have his own room, so he doesn't have his own chiv, he has to be mishtatif with the balabayas, so he has a kiyam of the mitzvah. Somebody who is completely dependent on the balabayas, who is considered b'nei beisai, and then b'nei tzarech lishtatif, he does not have to partake. That even if there's many women in one house, they all can light. And each one is on her nearest. And even though the room is going to be light already because someone already lit here, but from the fact that there are more lights in the room, there is a greater element of simcha. But they should be careful that two women should not light on the same candelabra. You only have one candelabra for many women, you could be Mako that they could light on the same one. So you're not allowed to put water if you have the candle, and the candle sits in a hole on the candelabra. You cannot put water within that hole before Shabbos. When the candle gets down to that point, it'll, the water will put it out. Right, because you're setting up for kibur before Shabbos. If makom tzarech is shalakol and noisin b'ayda, if it's a makom tzarech, then you're allowed to put it. Be b'aydaim, you're allowed to put it there. But the mishabura just says that you have to put the you the water in before you light the candle. Just don't light the candle, then put the water the water in first. Put the water in. Avlahamet kli yamayim tachas menoya tliya kadeshim yupun etzetzis yischabu. If you're going to put a kli with water under it, that if sparks fall, they should be put out by the water. Asur gamer. It's an Isra Gamar to put it even me by the Ulahamid, but the Mishabur just says that if there really is a kanas of a fire and you're really concerned, then you are allowed to. If you're putting a kli there, but there's no water in it, it's just that the spark should to hit the plate and go out on that, then that's mutter even on Shabbos itself. Can it say the same by Mamish? Then it says don't actually have 
a mamasha. So therefore, if you're just letting him hit the plate and going out on his own, that's fine. Whereas when you put water, where you're causing the actual kibbutz, that is going to be awesome. If you're going to put a kli there, once Shabbos starts, that the oil or the fat from the candle should drip onto that kli, it's also to do it once it's already Shabbos. Why? Because if there's going to be fat, that falls on that kli. That kli is then going to become muksa. And when Shabbos started, the kli was not going to be used for this. That was mukhan for Shabbos. And the is also because as if you're now attaching into that area, because at one point you're able to move it, and now you're not going to be able to move it anymore. Mishabur ever points out that if there's something on this kli which is mutter on Shabbos, so then you're not about the kli because even if the fat or that wax is going to drip on it, you're still going to be allowed to move the kli for the davar hamotar that is on it, and therefore it would be mutter in such a case even to do it on Shabbos. However, the Kitsa says, if you put it even without that, if you put it before Shabbos, mutter is going to be mutter. Now let's say oil did drip on it, you put it before Shabbos, and now oil dripped on it, you're not allowed to use it on Shabbos, that oil, the kli also betiltal, and the kli is now moktzah. But if nothing dripped on it, and you put the kli before Shabbos, the nesa kli betiltal de machshava Just you having the machshava that you had the kli there, if oil would potentially fall, that does not answer the kli. And if no oil in fact fell on it, you're allowed to use it on Shabbos. Sifir base. Toivla nichas achalis ala shulchan kredim shemadikin asenayis kedekaman simen peitas sifir base. It is good to have the chala on the table before you light the candles. Uh, yeah, because the Indian of Kavit Shabbos. I believe I've, I was told by a Rav that the minig of the Gra is different like this. I didn't look into my Sirah before I did this. But that the, the Gra, similar to the Gemara Pesachim, that they brought out the table um, only after Kiddush. And that the whole cover in the Chalas is the Abed is Mashman Abed Pesachim. And what I was told is that the, this was minig of the Gra, is to leave it in the, in the kitchen and only bring it in after Kiddush. Yud-gimel. A blind woman, if she's married, then the husband should light the candles and make the bracha. If she's single, and she lives on her own, she can light and make the bracha, because again, the fact that there's light will enable others to help her, so she still has enough from the light. If she lives with other people in that house, and the other people light, then she should light without a bracha. But if in all these people living together, she is the homemaker, it's her home, she's the main person, she should make the bra- light first and then make the bracha. And only then the other people should light. Because if the other people light first, then she can only light without a bracha. But since she's a Kara Savarius, we'd prefer that she wouldn't make a bracha. So therefore, she should light first. Last one, if you dalab, you should shock up a machas the hadaka woman that forgot one time to light. Shabbos candle, tadaka yamea, ner echad, yersima shayis regila, she should always light one more candle than she normally would light. She forgot many times. She should always, for every time she forgot, she should add an additional light. Why do we do this? It's not a kapara, but it's more a hacker. Hey, every time she lights, it's going to be a constant reminder. Hey, you messed this up once, and that'll hopefully prevent her from doing that again. She was in the hospital or something like that, and it wasn't a pshia that she didn't light. So therefore, we don't need a constant reminder because she's not someone who takes this lightly, and therefore, she does not have to add an additional light. A good Shabbos.